Good morning. Happy Tuesday, Edward. Annie, <laughs> Annie, Annie. Just Love starting our old, yeah. just starting our old, uh, what what you call it, a Model T. Just Model T. We got to walk out front of the car, crank it, crank yeah. it, crank it. Dad's in the back pushing, trying to get it going. Yep, there we but go. Here we are. Um, okay. Telling the coffee. full truth again to our people. This is live. We are coming at you live into your podcast player. That's That's, right. that's, that's a right. lie. That's We're recording this. This is one of the pre-records where yes. it's a couple days before. So I'm going to just preface this by saying in case a major news story is happening or something, uh, we are recording this end of September and this is the first week of October. And that's so right. uh, this will not be topical up to the minute, but I don't know that you're coming to this show for late breaking news. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're not like your news source, hopefully. Gosh, if we are, we if have we a whole are, other, we have other Yeah, there's other conversations to have. Um, Eddie, I do have an important thing for us to talk about that's a little bit of seven minutes of serious. Yeah, I do too. I wonder if oh, it's the same wow. thing. Oh, wow. I bet it's not. But do you want to go first? No, I think it's important for you to go first. Well, I'm very interested about yours now because I think yeah, my... Yeah, well, even oh. Lucy's call, call this Annie's show. So. <laughs> are you going to be on Annie's show this morning? I don't even correct them. Because kind of we both know it is. No, but it's like, not. Annie like, and Eddie keep talking. Annie can't keep talking without you. Annie, I think you've proven that you are able to keep talking without me, uh, i.e. your career. Fair, um, fair. Well, you can. Yeah, we both can. We both are capable of keeping talking without the other. We just prefer with. Um, right. Okay. okay. Here's my yours. topic. Yeah. I set a goal in September. This is a running conversation. Is that going to be, was that your seven minutes of serious? It's it's not, but I am so obsessed with talking about this to a point that it's ridiculously yeah. boring for other people. So, sure. so I'm happy you brought it up because I want to talk about it with you. I set a goal in September uh, to run 40 miles. Now for our friends who haven't, who are new with us, I just did couch to 5k in starting in April so mm -hmm. running, I, I call it slogging, slow jogging. I wanted to slog 40 miles in nope. September. Sorry, can't let you do can't that. Call it slogging? You can call whatever you want, but I'm telling you, as someone who would consider what I do generously as slogging, we call it running because it's okay. so hard to do and you're out there doing it. And I re I'm like, I just, okay, I'm, that's kind of it, you. It's just huge props. It yeah. is running is the worst. <laughs> I have to have a lot of mental conversations with myself in the middle of a run going like, yeah. hey, I don't want you to listen to something that makes this end quicker. This is the thing. Like, I need you to listen to something that makes you enjoy <laughs> right where you are, because this is the thing you're supposed to do or the thing you've chosen uh, to do. You're not trying to finish. You're trying to be on a run. So, right. so I set this goal for 40 miles, which is I've worked my way up to running a 5k so I can, so I was like, okay, I'll run 12 or 13 times this month. And mm -hmm. Eddie, I think I'm going to be two miles short and I'm not going to hit my goal. And I have tried really hard and I almost feel teary saying it to you, but like, I'm so disappointed that I didn't make it. And I'm only disappointed because mm -hmm. I'm comparing myself to, a goal I set not to Annie and April who couldn't, who do you remember? I panicked the first oh, time couch to 5k gave me a five minute run. I do. I and, know. and I think I'm, I think I'm two miles short. Can I, um, well, let me ask if I can ask questions because yes, I don't know because we're still in front of people. Are you all right with me to yes, asking totally. you about this? Okay. We'll just punt away anything. Cause I don't want to ever, but like what makes you sad about that? Cause, because I, I, me listening, I fully get it. Part of me is like, 
oh god that means you're gonna run 38 miles right go drive 38 miles right now 38 miles you'll be shocked at how far away you are yeah like you really ran but then part of me is like I get it. That's a bummer. So what makes you sad about it? Uh, I'm sad because I wanted to hit. I'm, I'm sad. I mean, literally what I wrote on my list is comparison. I'm sad because I see some of my other friends who post their speeds and post how far they run and they do 40 miles in a week. And I have like oh. worked to do 40 miles in a month and oh, I missed no. it by by 22 minutes of right now. Let me do the math correctly. 26 minutes of running because I'm about I, I'm pretty solid around a late 12, early 13 minute mile. <laughs> no, yeah. And and I'm just so disappointed. I wish that I mean, I think I'm going to try again in October, but I think I feel disappointed because I got so close. And and I'm doing another I'm doing it, it isn't my only exercise. So part of that is the problem is that some of my days I'm doing other things. I'm not only running right. like I was doing during when we were really staying at home and quarantining. Yeah. So I'm just disappointed. I, but it's mostly I'm about sorry. comparison. It's less about. Yeah. Yeah. The comparison part is really hard because we all do it to each other, right? Like we all oh. compare everything to other people. That's why I don't even post. I don't think I've ever talked on this show about how long or I, I don't talk times. I don't talk pace. I don't talk any of that because it's such a deep, you're doing something that's very personal, right? You're getting right. out there and you're exercising. You set an arbitrary goal because respectfully it is arbitrary. You For just sure. said 40 miles would be good, but it wasn't a goal that was, it just, it's all you. You're trying to make the time somewhat enjoyable or contemplative or meditative or whatever right. it needs to be for you right. in that day. Like the whole thing is personal and so it's got to be so hard to see people that are just objectively running farther and faster. Yeah. There's, it's such an easy way to gauge. Like, it's hard to gauge things that, like, pretty. Yes. Like, pretty. Yes. Right? It's, but it's easy to gauge things like running ability because it's right. measurable. And right. so that just has got to feel junky. And that's why, just, I, that's why I'm not posting about it either, is I don't want anyone who runs faster or slower to compare and make a decision about themselves based off my arbitrary ability to run because they don't know everything about my body or my day or my what I used to be able to do or what I can do in the future. I mean, that's why I don't really talk about it either, except in the overarching arcing statement with you of like, yes, we both kind of run now. And but man, right. I was just so close, Eddie, <laughs> to an arbitrary goal. Let me let me ask you something about this. Is it possible? So I don't know what to do in these moments, and I don't know how you, uh, how you, kind of are best motivated. Eddie. Because part of me is like, do you just go and run two miles right now, and not miss the goal, and oh. that matters to you? Did I miss you? Are, no, are you I'm, gone? I'm listening. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Like, do, do you just... Sometimes I don't know what motivates me more because sometimes I'm just like sad. I know I've missed it. And sometimes I need a friend to tell me like, just put on shoes and go right now. Yeah. And I don't know. My sense is that it's not the second one, but I also like in case that was supposed to be that moment, maybe I should have, but I don't get a sense that it was. Well, no. And I... I there's a chance I'll get it to, as we said to our friends, we're recording this at the very end of September. Yeah. There is a chance, but I think it'll be challenging. 
How time much would wise. you have to run? You'd have to run another two miles. Uh, yes, and I, I have. I so far. Uh, yeah, so far. It, it, and it's just a chunk of time that I don't have today because of work and because yeah. of my my social life. <laughs> yeah, I, I and it gets dark and I don't have a treadmill, and and so yeah. my what I did think about today, Eddie, is I thought my neighborhood is really safe. Yeah. Maybe what I do after dinner is I just lap my neighborhood and get that and just get the mileage done because there's lots of lights. It won't be pitch black dark. It'll just be sunset. And I'm I mean, this is a female thing. I think more than men have to think about it, but I don't exercise once it starts getting dark outside. I, I appreciate that. I don't actually either. I don't like doing it. Yeah. Yeah. I it know it doesn't feel because good. I'm like. I've, I've like, I don't know what I would do. I'm not right. I've never been in a fight. I don't do right. carrying around. And, right. And I, I think I if I just do laps around my neighborhood, I might get it done tonight. But, but man, it has been a real mind game the last couple of days of like, do I, do I go nuts and get it done just to say I hit a goal or do I just fail and face the fact that I didn't hit oh, the goal? No. Like, is that that's, just okay? No, see, that's the that to me is you said, or do I just fail? I I, I push back hard on the fact that you will have failed, mm. like hard, 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 because I don't think running thirty eight miles, like when you look at the progress that you've been able to make. And I, mm. I actually know more of your progress than we will say on the show because it's just we chat a little bit more about, you know, I've chatted with you more uh-huh. personally about like the health journey I'm on that I'm not like ready to share with people. But success is the fact that you set a goal and did a majority of it is light years different than maybe you would have even been able to do the month before because you were just because, you know, couch to 5K is like run a minute and a half. And you're right. like, seriously, bro? Right. Like, <laughs> how do I not just fall down right now and cry? Yeah, the it fact was that you're so hard running that first time I ran five minutes was one of the hardest things I've done. That is so much harder than what I have to do today. <laughs> yeah. So I think there's a part of it that's I want you, I hope, and I can't, it's one of those things where I can, I know what I'm going to say is fruitless because ultimately it's the thing you have to deal no, with. No, no, it's not fruitless. I need to hear but, it. But it's like success in this was setting a goal and getting your sweat on more than you would have had you not sweat, se- yeah. set the goal. Yeah, because ultimately sure. that's all this is. You're trying to clear out your mind, clear out the cobwebs, maybe make your muscles a little bit stronger, keep your heart rate going. You know what I mean? Yeah. Work out some of the, get your body just as in shape as it can be. Yeah. Or, you know, like that was the goal and you accomplished that in spades more than you would have the month before. So the goal was actually met in that it, it forced you sometimes. Yeah. I also though wonder a little bit, part of me is like, I think there's a little bit of a sense of humor about the fact that you were so close to it and may not do the last two miles because I wonder, I mean, who of us has ever really done <laughs> like, I, you know, like I, whoever finishes a goal really yeah, and doesn't yeah. need to just steal up and go like, all right, what's the next thing? How do I yeah. keep moving? Yeah. How do I keep trying? How do I keep homeschooling? How do I keep, yep. how do we keep doing this? I don't know. And I'm just but so I, much better with goals like that than just like, like some runners or some, you yeah. know, there's lots of 
things people do, whether it's cooking or running or painting or saving money or getting out of debt or whatever, where if I don't have a goal, I, I'm never just going to be the like, I'm just a runner. I just like go and run. I'm like, no, I need yeah. a goal. And then, no, no, no. yeah. Yeah. So I was telling Brian about that last weekend that I had kind of a, kind of an off summer health wise. It wasn't because I've been on this big, long journey since January one of this year, yeah. just like this is the year I'm going to figure out what health looks like. And it's looked like a lot of different things, but one of them was, you know, I'm going to keep sweating. I just need to yeah. get out there every day and keep keep sweating and find things to do and running worked mostly because of quarantine yeah. and because it was like we have nice trails around our where we live and it was just like all right yeah i'm gonna get out in nature yeah if i have to run sure but i finished couch to 5k and finished then 5k to 10k yeah and then was like proud of myself but was sort of done and just out of nowhere two weeks ago i was like i'm gonna do a half marathon i'm gonna see how long it takes to yeah. sign up for one I honestly, Annie, don't know if I'm going to be able to run the half marathon to yeah. be completely transparent with you. Like my knees and hips kind of hurt. I right. don't actually know. But what I do know is that this week I ran much more than I would have possibly run if I was doing my summer schedule, which was like, yeah, I'm going to get out and see what I can do today. Yeah. And just yeah. Go around the loop, the loop that goes by the you know market thing and yep. come home. And so part of me is I don't think the end result is actually, I know it doesn't make you feel better, but there is part of it that's just the fact that you said 40, it made you do so much more. Yeah, And that right. translated to your brain and body being in a better place than it would have been. Yeah, that's right. But still, I get I get wanting to finish those two miles. Like yeah, I fully man, I know. Because you're know. Not, not competitive. I don't right. know. You're, are you competitive? Oh, yeah. Hard. Hard, yes. I'm very competitive. Externally or internally more? Uh, externally more, honestly. Oh. Um, I am a little bit internally competitive with myself, but I can give up on myself historically better than I can give up in a competition with someone else. Wow. Yeah. That's why I love soccer, because I was I was uh, able to play other people. Interesting. Well, so, that's interesting. So it's one of the reasons that think that exercising alone took a long time to be a good thing for me because I never right. felt like I was competing with anyone that I cared about. Right. You're competing against some app. Yes. You're competing against yes. nothing. Yeah. You're just data. But I do <laughs> so, think my next goal, I think after this, I think I do want to do the 5k to 10k. It just takes me, I'm just slower. So it takes me a longer time, which is okay. Well, you're not slower. It's just your pace. Yeah, yeah. My pace is just means a more of a time investment. <laughs> yeah, no, but that's true. But I'm just saying, like, people's bodies are different. Yeah, I'm, yeah. People wouldn't look at me and say, like, oh, you seem like a guy who's a runner. They would say, oh, you seem like a guy who's a baseball catcher. You know? <laughs> you seem like a guy catcher. that played football, maybe, uh, in high school. Like, uh, yeah. there's nothing about me that says runner, but mm -hmm. it's a sport that just works for this stage of life. So my speed yeah, is also just, it's just dictated by the length and the ability of our fast twitch muscles and all yep. of this kind of stuff. Like yeah. you're just, your, your pace is your pace, but 10 K yeah. that's exciting. I mean, if you end up wanting to do it, it's, mm. it's a big, it's a leap. Yeah. That's a long, that's a long amount of time for me. So six miles is yeah six miles is not a joke. No. I think even a runner runner, like a person that's like, this is their sport. And you would look at them and go like, oh, yes, you're a runner would say, 
Yeah, six miles, you don't play with six miles. Yes. That, that's still a, a distance where you've got to make sure that you've got you've had enough water and you have your little yeah, gel packs. That's right. With you. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I just had to do that for the first time, Annie. I just ordered the gel packs. Uh-huh. Because of this training thing. Yeah. Because uh, last weekend's run at about the half hour mark, I hit I'd never hit a wall because I've never run far enough to yeah. ever hit anything considered to be a wall. That wall is real. Yeah. It, it, I was like, I, I was really like, okay, I don't have my phone. How do I call for help? Oh, what wow. do I do here? And then I was just like, just keep going. Yeah. Anyway, gel packs. Yeah. All right. So there's my seven minutes of serious. What's your, mm. what's your seven minutes of serious? Doing Yeah. Well, I just wanted to talk about, uh, we both love Dax Shepard and what yeah. was like a week and a half ago came out with that, an episode of, uh, the show. Uh, I, it was, I, I feel very emotional even just bring it up to you, but about, um, it was called, I think they just titled it seven Day and it seven. was basically yeah. Dax Shepard on their show, armchair expert. He and his best buddy, Monica Padman, great little duo, interview people and it's mostly famous people and it's mostly like famous people interviews and it's just really fun stuff about movie making and thought things and all that kind of stuff but he's also very transparent about the fact that he is at the time he's been he has had a long long road of addiction and and uh, subsequent sobriety and shared on the show last week that he had become over the years and i'll let he should just tell his own story i wouldn't I'm not going to recount the details, but over a, a period of years had had a slow walk into an addiction to painkillers, mm -hmm. which is such a rough addiction. I mean, just really brutally difficult um, to to break. And he shared on the show that basically like he came clean to everybody, his wife, his friends, his sponsor and the coming clean was in and he's been sober now for seven days, which was crazy to hear because usually he which at this point, by the time people hear this would be probably 14 or 15 days. But he's yeah, so, by the uh, time we heard it, he was on day 11. Yeah, that's right. Right. So it so it was just so uh, it was so oh, yeah. So the yeah. So the story is he's talked about it. You know, I've been clean for 16 years and now he's saying like, I have a certain kind of sobriety for 16 years, but real sobriety, I'm at day 12, day 13, day 14, you know, mm -hmm. and it just, I don't really know what to talk about other than it affected me much more than I thought it would. Like I even did one of those tweets where I normally don't do this kind of stuff, but I just felt such a deep urge to thank him that I actually yeah. like tweeted at him and he'll never read it. There's, I'm not. Brene Brown did a similar kind of thing. I get the idea from her. And I was like, he'll never read it. But I just was like, I need to hopefully get him to read how grateful uh, I feel. Because he's just been really honest about his addiction journey. Yeah. And I think in a way that has... I think in a way... I never know if... I think it's mostly just enlightened me to the world of addiction. Because it's like, oh, this is what it's like. And then also awakened in me a little bit of like, oh, I could see how I could get on that road. I'm not fully on that road, but I could see that path doesn't seem crazy to me. <laughs> like step one of that path seems like right over there, yeah. you know, like oh, yeah, I could I could take a quick left and just walk on that path. But just did you listen to the episode? Yes, I did. What did you what did you what was your takeaway? Yeah, I mean, I, I you know, it is part of this medium that 
that is so powerful is that when Dak Shepard was one of the actors on Parenthood, I liked him. But mm-hmm. if you'd have told me one of the actors on Parenthood had a, a what's it called, a relapse into a drug addiction, I'd have been like, oh, that's too bad. I, I thought he was funny. Mm. But because I do listen to their show and I feel like I know them, <laughs> yeah, it yeah. felt very personal to me as well. I mean, it just felt like I was listening to a friend talk about something that was really painful and hard for them. And then I had to, and, and I think this is a good practice. I reminded myself, I, he's not my friend. He does mm-hmm. not know me. And, right. and right. this is not personal for me. Right. This is, I need to, I have to, um, John Eldridge calls it benevolent detachment. Yeah. And I have to do that because, because I, I have to go, okay, I feel for him and I prayed for him and, and thanks God for some things about him and ask the Lord to be merciful to him and, um, yeah. and to Kristen and to the girls and his daughters and to Monica and all the people who work with them. And, and I, I just think, um, man, I just, I was so moved by his honesty and so thankful for it and, yeah, I just had. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, my friends and I have talked about it. We talked about it the week it came out of like, has that, I mean, it was a, even this week, it was the number one podcast in the world, that episode. Yeah. yeah. And that is just yeah. a lot of people listening to your hardest, hardest day. Yeah. I can't fathom it. No, nor I don't I. even, I get squirrely about sharing stuff here and I'm feel like this is the safest audience with a great friend. Like there yeah. couldn't be a safer podcast right. environment, but I, I feel squirrely about, you know, bringing kids back on the show. I feel squirrel. I mean, it's so, I cannot imagine doing what he's doing. Yeah. Um, but I, you know, I, to your point, I don't feel as much of an attachment. Like I don't feel like I know him. And if I saw him, I wouldn't be like, I wouldn't pretend he's anything other than he is, which is a podcast celebrity that I like. But it is like, it's the reflecting of the road that he's on that you can start to, I can see in people that I care about a lot and in my own life, how there's, again, that road just over to the left, not on the road, but it's right over there, how I could be on that road and also have to have this conversation Mm. with my people, with my friends you know, after years telling them that I'm on this, like I could see having to do what he's doing. Yeah. And so part of it, it's not like, Oh, thank gosh, I'm not him. It's a cautionary tale, but it's like when people say addiction is so hard, unless you've ever walked through it, which I, I haven't, I only know it's so hard, but actually hear how hard it is and to hear the cost and to hear how he's, how people like are bargaining with, their own with themselves and then with the people around them and lying to themselves and the people around them. It's like, man, oh man, just the bravery for people. Cause I'm sure there are people listening to this who are counting their sobriety right now. Yeah. And I just got to say like, I don't know. I don't have a better word other than like, well done. Yeah. What a, what a road and what a, a tremendous act of bravery it is for you to be able to, come clean to people and be honest with yourself and be honest with a sponsor and be honest with people you love. I mean, yes. just what an incredible journey yes. that the, that people, the people are on. Sorry, my phone just beeped at the worst time. <laughs> Remember in the old days when I used to silence my phone before right, the show started? Right. Now the it's good just old like, days. 
Like whatever, hit record, yeah. bring the no, dog I'm in. No, I'm with you. You know, I I saw a girlfriend of mine this weekend, and um, and we had a conversation about like if you're gonna start saying those little yeses, if there's some yeses here that are new for you, yeah. then here are some here are some yeses that may come down the road. Mm-hmm. You know, and oh, that's an interesting way to say it, right? And and it can that be positive sense. or negative, right? Like okay, yeah, Annie, so if it's you're like you're start- just sorry, yeah, that's interesting. Sorry, I, I lost you. No, no, no. Uh, if you're going to start, it's very like, okay, Annie, if you're going to start saying yes to running a couch to 5K, a bigger yes down the road will be 40 miles in the month of September, right? Mm-hmm. In the same way, if you're going to start, and this was not the story we were talking about, but another example is, okay, if you've never drank alcohol in your life, but you're going to start now, there may be some bigger yeses down the road in your drinking that you need to go ahead and start thinking about if you're going to start saying little yeses now. That's also how affairs happen, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. There are these little yeses that start with, you know, well, I know he's married, but we can just go to dinner. Right. That's a little. That's not a little yes, but that's a that's a medium sized yes. <laughs> yes. No. I. It's <laughs> right. To bigger yeses, and so when I was listening to Dax, I I did a little internal um, uh, whatever it's called inventory. I was like yes. picturing a, a Walmart. I was like, what is the word? Um, I did a little internal inventory of like, okay, Annie, are there any places that you're saying yes, like Dax did when he first started back with this these painkillers that right. were really needed because he was having surgery? Where, where, not are you, but where are you have, saying yeses like this, that if you don't start saying no, you're going to end up saying big yeses down the road? Isn't it amazing how we all have our own little custom set of yeses as yeah, well? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I know. I can just pick mine out. Like, there's that one and that yeah. one. That's exactly so what I've I yeah. told some people. And I said, hey, after, and I think that may be the best way I can honor Dax, who is not my real life friend, <laughs> right. is to is to someday in some world meet him and get to say, hey, when you did that, I made an assessment of my life too. And, yeah, yeah. And I made better decisions because you were honest about the decisions you made. And mm-hmm. and I don't know a better way to honor him and his honesty than to be a better Annie because of it. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's a good way to a good way to look at it. And to yeah. I I just think it's required listening for people that have ever wanted to I think to understand the power of those little yeses and to understand the reality of someone who's addicted or uh, you know, and walking through recovery, it was, it was eye opening. And so yeah. props to props to them for recording it and releasing it and for his family for letting it happen. It was, uh, it was a whole thing. So yeah, that was my seven minutes of seriousness. Whole thing. It is such a whole yeah. thing. Yeah. That I, I would second that it, it is not going to be something you probably want to listen to the first time with your kids sitting there. Oh no, 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 no. But, yeah, no. um, but I do, I second your required listening suggestion based off of if you've never had someone up close in addiction, yeah, you need to hear what it sounds like. If you, if you or someone you love has been up close in addiction, you need to hear you're not alone. Yes. Yes. And both of those can happen in this 30 minutes of podcasting. I think. Yeah. Yeah. And yes. All right. Wow. Well, I just really, what I, thank you for bringing that up. Cause I, I do feel real moved to, honor his honesty and you want me to get real real i'm I, I mean i think these are the moments when someone can meet a real god and that's what i'm asking mm. for for him too yeah 
yeah because he also shares pretty openly about that like his uh kind of journey of faith and this is where i don't i feel like i i don't want to like lift him up he's just another person with another story but he is just we happen to all hear his story yeah. so we you know we, we talk about it but yeah he is definitely he is very openly uh atheist atheist yeah i forgot if it was agnostic or yeah. atheist but yeah. yeah atheist but he but yeah. Kristen bell he says his wife is a born again christian and so i go man i wonder if this would be a moment that he would experience god in a way he never has before so that is my hope. Yeah. Or even realizing that he is experiencing God. Yeah. And and naming that for like what it is, the beauty yeah. of. Yeah. I mean, I have a list. I don't know if we've ever talked about this, but I have a, in the room where I have all my books and where I like read my Bible in the morning and all that stuff. And I have a mm -hmm. list. Of, I have these big sticky notes up on my wall. Have we talked about this? I don't think so. I, well, you have these big. Then again, I forgot Fat Bear. So Thank I you. don't, who knows? <laughs> Um, I have these big sticky notes, like the real monster size ones. And I mm -hmm. list, um, all the things I'm praying for other people because oh, I yeah. am very good at forgetting to pray for other people <laughs> and to yeah. think like the Lord and I just need to talk about me all the time. But when it's mm -hmm. hanging on my wall and I, and it's where I face every day, it makes it much more, oh yeah, let's take some minutes and pray through these things for these other people. And yeah. I have a list of people that don't, that are publicly say that they don't know God and that mm -hmm. they don't experience him or don't call it like, as you said, they don't call their experiences God experiences. And I, and I have a list of famous people that I do not know that I'm like, yeah, when I see their name, I go, yeah, God, show them how you are around them right now mm -hmm. and, and show them who Jesus is and make it real for them today. And, yeah. and Dax is one of the people on that list because I want him to experience freedom in a, not like a addiction -y kind of way, but just like a, soul way <laughs> yeah you know so what i think though is pretty amazing about it is is even in the truth of you doing that and him being where he's at on his spiritual journey i still feel as though in some way god was speaking to me through listening to a random 100%. podcast hundred percent because it was like oh i'm now thinking about what are the what are the as you put it the yeses what are the paths that i be yeah. on how how have people around me experienced their own addiction and I haven't understood it in a way that I kind of would understand yes. it now. Yes. And you realize like, Oh, there's a lot working in and through the situations you wouldn't expect. Yeah. Like, yeah. An Madeline Lengel says, um, yeah. says that good, that all art is sacred, that none of it is secular, you know, mm -hmm. that actually everything we make reflects God and reflects the divinity of God. But whether we call it that or not, you know, mm -hmm. I, I'm not all the way sold on that in a hundred percent, but I'm pretty sold on that. She says, she talks about how our job when we make art is to turn chaos into cosmos. And oh, that's interesting. And so I think we can experience God and he can speak to us through anybody's art. Hmm. Um, and that, that was my experience as well with that particular episode of um, armchair expert was God was asking me some questions about me right in the middle of it too. Well, look at us, us on a podcast talking about another podcast. There was a, this is very meta podcasting about podcasting. Oh, very good. <laughs> it's so, a very meta show. That's very true. Hey, uh, I got the last thing. I know we got to go, but I just really want to say this because we actually both have meetings now, so I don't get to talk to you off air. Two miles or no two miles. 
you still did a great job. And I personally have zero opinion either way. And I just think you've done a great job and think it's very impressive that you've run. I mean, I really actually want you to get in a car and drive 38 miles straight in one direction. Yeah. But I know you probably don't have time for that because then that means you got to turn around and do another 38 back. But the the ability that the I just think it's I just think it's just great. So Thank good you. job for me. I really appreciate yeah. it. That means a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. We did it. That was a good show. I'm grateful. Uh, yeah. yeah. That was good. Yeah. I like hanging out. Same, same. All right. Go wash your hands, friends. And we will see you back here on Friday. Bye, buddies. Bye.